Hello everybody, I'm so excited to share with you information, knowledge about the wonderful holiday of Sukkot. For many, many years, people have, I don't want to say wrong idea, have some idea based on some story from the Bible when the Israelites left Egypt and they stop in the middle of the way and they build kind of a shack and have something in the desert to protect them from the shadow. But there is so much more to that explanation. And I think you want to know. I think you want to know, right? So because you want to know and you're screaming, yeah, so I'm here to explain to you what is the next few days are all about. But to explain that, we need to go a little bit back. I'm going to make sure I'm not going to make it too deep, too profound. All right, at least the beginning. And I will share with you that from Rosh Hashanah till Sukkot, there is all process that taking place. Remember, Rosh Hashanah, we are basically connecting to the first day of creation of Adam and Eve. Now, we need to understand that from the Zohar point of view, from Rav Ashlag point of view, we are talking about the fourth day of creation. What happened in the fourth day of creation? Basically, what we call Malchut, the receiving force had to be fixed. Why it needs to be fixed? Because the receiving force is what causes us to be in a lot of problem. If we are so focused on what I want, how I want, me, 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 and myself, and I'm not doing it in a balanced way, commit a crime, commit a sin, sucking energy from the universe, then that energy turning into negativity. So on Rosh Hashanah, we have a chance. We have a chance to go back and basically reprogram that program how we took the light. So for every negativity, for every sin, for every crime, we create a little bit disconnection from the light because the light is operated only with sharing and giving. And we, when we operated only receiving and being selfish, there is disconnection, there is a problem. So Rosh Hashanah, through the Shofar, I'm not going to go to all the explanation because you can hear all my video on vitaltransformation.org. On Rosh Hashanah, basically what happened, we create a balance using the horn, using the Shofar, the force of giving, the force of receiving, united, and then we correcting it. Once we're doing that correction, there is a little bit of a problem and leftover that we still need to fix. We cut the negativity out. Cutting something out, even if it's negative, leaves something to be fixed. Because even when you say I'm cutting it out, cutting it out creates a little bit of negativity. What do we do with that? Eh, that's what Yom Kippur. You can find my video on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, we're correcting that thing that's called Keter Chokhmah Binah of the receiving, meaning the engine of receiving, the source of all receiving, by using the goat. And then everything has been fixed and everything is face to face. We are facing the Creator. There is so much love in the air. Everything is perfect. That's Yom Kippur. That's actually why we're fasting. We're not eating because everything is spiritual. Everything is a conscious of immortality. Everything is in conscious of the Messiah. So, okay, we fix everything. Now what? Ah, beautiful question. That's amazing. Now what do we do? We need to make sure that whatever we did for the last 10 days, we need to enjoy our fruit. Meaning, can you imagine that you are preparing the barbecue for 10 days? You marinate the meat, the chicken, whatever you want to eat, the vegetable, the fish. You're making sure that everything is okay. But then, you're not barbecuing what you prepare. That's a joke, right? It cannot happen this way. So, Sukkot, that's coming. We have a chance between 
the time of Yom Kippur, as Yom Kippur is over, there is the energy that is available. It's called chasadim. A lot of chasadim mean mercy, merciful energy coming from Bina for free. But because I fixed myself on Rosh Hashanah, I fixed myself on Yom Kippur, I cleaned the cup really well. Cup represents my ability to receive my strong desire. I'm capable of cleaning it. Then all this wonderful blessing start coming down into this wonderful cup. Can you imagine if those wonderful blessings coming into a dirty cup, it will have no value. So this is the few days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Now, now what's happening on Sukkot? The idea of Sukkot is very unique. If you remember, we start the process of Rosh Hashanah being back-to-back with the energy. Back-to-back meaning maybe depressing, dark, you're not getting anything. Yom Kippur, you're face-to-face, that's why you're not eating. It's a 25 hours of celebration of everything. You build the old system again. Your receiving force been built. Your giving force will build. Your, your everything been built. Now, that's mean that you cleanse everything that you did wrong last year, and now you're ready to go for the next year. That's when you build a new engine that was not working well last year, and now you have a new engine. Now, what do you do? You bought just a private jet. But it's sitting there in the garage. You don't do anything with that. So God is about what you're ready to build for next year. Now, what is that you want from next year to look like? That's what you're deciding within Sukkot. Whatever you do with the Sukkot, and I'm going to go into details. Whatever you do with the shaking of the lulav, and I'm going to go into the details. Whatever you do just by meditating, praying, connect to God, that's what's happening for those eight days. Those eight days define... How are you going to use your new engine? There is no question that you have a new engine. There is no question that you clean everything. There is no question that you're ready to go and you start like a baby. But, let's be honest, where are we going? What's your direction? What business do you want to build? What kind of life do you want to have? What kind of relationship do you want to have? Are you going to be healthy? What are you going to do with your health when you be healthy? All those things is only can be taken care of by Sukkot. Very good. And that's the word Sukkah. What is the word Sukkah spe- spell like? Samech Vav Kaf A, which means 91. What is 91? 26 and 65. What does that mean? Potential and actual. 65 representing actual, 26 potential. So you actual Adonai, the Dinim, the judgment, you cleanse it. You cleanse, you cleanse the whole thing. So now you're ready to edit the 26 so it will be combined together. That's in the sukkah. If you're able not to leave the sukkah for 24 hours, that will be the best thing. Because just being in the sukkah, just being, just walking in, when you walk into the sukkah, what is the sukkah? The structure that we built, and we built it from four wall that you put something on top that looked like a bamboo, uh, been cut to many pieces, and that will be the, the roof. And by being there with the right meditation, you are actually just walking in, you're automatically getting the order chasadim, you're getting the surrounding light, you're getting the potential of what you're supposed to have for the whole year. I mean, there is a gift there. Just by being inside, you're receiving. I mean, how can we let it go, right? I mean, how can we let it go? So normally... After Yom Kippur, people feel clean. People feel amazing. But that's where the mistake is taking place. 
You feel amazing, that's good. You just bought a private jet, that's good. You just bought a car, that's good. But you have, that's what happened from last year. You cleaned last year. But what are you going to do for next year? And that's so called. And that's what's happening in the full moon. The moon represents the time of reflection, the time that you reflect all what you're receiving. You're receiving a lot, you're reflecting a lot in the sukkah. So there is few aspects that take in a place. From Sukkot, from the holiday point of view, you're receiving energy. From being in the Sukkah, you're receiving energy. From shaking those fruit, that is the palm trees, willow uh, leaves, okay, myrtles, leaves, okay, a trog, citrog, it looks like lemon. Those combinations that represent actually the 26, the Yudkevavke, the Tachigamatan, by shaking it in a certain direction, you have to shake it to basically few direction. You're gonna go four direction and up and down. So all together six, and you do it three times. Very good. Six times three, high life, livelihood. The whole idea of how to make my life better. That's why you're shaking it because there is a combination. When you learn how to combine those things, that it is a secret technology sold that God is sharing with the angels, with human, say, listen to me, you got to do it. You do it, you're activating an energy that it's yours for the next year. Now, this energy we receive in Sukkot, it's not yet ours. It's available. It's potential energy. It's, that's why we call it surrounding light. It didn't arrive to your soul yet. So it's surrounding. So you don't want even a little drop. Kabbalists all over the world, include my teacher, Never left the sukkah. Never left that little structure. And it looked like a little structure, nothing more. Eat there, sleep there, pray there, connect there as much as you can. But we have to go and work. We have to we have a job. We have to make a living. So at least the minimum that the person got to do is what we call the morning connection. Morning connection means you got to come. Morning, sunrise, be there. Shake your love, shake your throat, make the connection. That's the energy that your life is depending on it. Then in the evening, if you can, after work, you come, you do your meal, you eat in the sukkah. And if you can sleep there, good. If you can't, you can't. But that's the basic things that if you do, what Rabbi Isaac Luria is telling you, is promised to you. And he say, I wish people, it's amazing what he say, I wish people will be able to understand. It's a... The, the beautiful thing that Rabbi Isaac Luria is saying that the important, the important of being in the sukkah the whole time. Being in the sukkah the whole time. Now, look at your life right now. Look at your life right now. Is there is a dream that you couldn't achieve last year? I'm not talking about just money and achievement external. If there is something about yourself, let's say you want to overcome your ego. You want to overcome your jealousy. Because there is two types of change taking place. There is a change when you change things around you and then you follow it. Then there is another change when you change you and things around you start to change. I'm not telling you how to do it. It's not my business of how you're doing it. Sukkot is opening yourself and potential to change yourself to be a serious engine of receiving and being a serious engine of reflecting. 
So you become both. That's why the schach, that's why the, the, that curtain, that masach, that thing that we put on top of the sukkah, that form, look like a bamboo stick, and you kind of come and see it. Now, the sukkot, being in the sukkah takes seven days. Why seven days? Of course, you know, if you study Kabbalah, every day is corresponding to the sefirot. So the first day responds to chesed, and the Kabbalists say that Abraham is coming with that day and visiting you. That's what we're calling those of you who are in sukkah. We say we welcome Abraham to visit us. So this technology is a very serious technology, and we cannot miss it. And I see many people... Uh, who are observing the, the holidays, the Jewish holiday, doing it, but they're doing it like, oh my God, another day. My dear friend, there is no other way to build your receiving system. There's no other way. You just did Rosh Hashanah perfect. You just did Kippur perfect. What left is just to do it right, and then you fix everything for the next year. So, if the Creator has in mind to give you this year five billion, to give you soulmate, to give you love, to give you health, you have to come up with something where to put it. You just cleanse last year issues. But how do you prepare for next year issue? Why? So why do we need to clean? Because if you don't clean last year issue, you will not be able to build a new engine for the next year. And that's the gift of Sukkot. It's very, very important. Now we're going more to the depth of Sukkot. After we heard the easy explanation, we're going to go deep and to understand what's going on. So Dari, in Shara Kavanot, Chelek Bet, right like this. Gamit Ba'er, we're going to clear the importance of the day between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. And also the important days of Sukkot. So the idea is like that. It's saying like that. The old concept, the old concept of the days before Sukkot, it's a powerful, powerful time, powerful time to receive merciful energy. And he writes like that. Kiliyot b'yom Rosh Hashanah nivra olam. In Rosh Hashanah, the universe were created, or human were created. Then every time the universe is going back to become what it was before. Meaning everything is going back to back, like in the time of creation. And we need Nesira, we need to cut the back of the back to back so we can turn them around face to face, then hugging, then kissing, then intercourse, like almost two people. This period is between Rosh Hashanah till the time we dance with the Torah that we call it Simcha Torah or Atzeret. Why it takes so much time? Because this is a procedure, a process that takes so much time until we build our engine of receiving. Then we, we build the chasadim, the sharing. And then through that, once everything is working well, we put the two pieces together. Think about it like that. Those of you who ever work as a carpenter, we know that to make a table from a real wood, not like today, they don't make it real wood, you have to cut the trees in a way that you cut a part that is usually together, but you cannot put the two pieces together because it will create certain things that will not make the table straight. So you make the piece upside down, back to back, as we call it. Now, to make it right, you have to cut it, you have to do it right, 
you have to put the glue. All this procedure taking 22 days from the beginning of Rosh Hashanah till Simchat Torah. So it's say between Rosh Hashanah till Yom Kippur, we are basically cutting back to back. And Erev Yom Kippur, before Yom Kippur, we are face to face with the Creator. And now, between all the wonderful thing that is happening is right after Yom Kippur. All the harsh judgment that taking place from Rosh Hashanah that exists in the back of the Eranpin or Malchut, it's all been given to the Nekeva, to the female, and the Eranpin become only mercy, and the female become all judgment. And the idea, we need to sweet the judgment when we send them to the roots, and the roots of all the thing in the female, it's his left arm is around me. And that's what it means. Left arm is around me. Again, the depth, the meaning of it. That all the judgment is coming from the left column, meaning to the nekeva, to the female. And the right arm, which means the more the chasadim, it's something that's coming later on. Now, Yom Kippur, we already did the Nesira, all right? And then, step by step, Malchut is going to Ima Ilai, it's going up to Bina, to the five prey. First prey is Malchut, last prey is Keter, Ni'ilah. And she's now receiving the eight Gvorot, the five Gvorot, from Bina, no longer from Zeran Bin like Rosh Hashanah. That's what happened in Yom Kippur. Ubeni'ila, we have the Chotam, of the Yesod, the Chotam meaning the ceiling of Yesod that been given as a gift to the Nukvad, the, the Malchut. And that's basically a gift. After Yom Kippur, this is beautiful things start to happen. It's the right column, the Hasadim. So there is face to face and everything is just becoming better and better every day. And the first aspect of the Hasadim is coming from Bina itself, no longer from the Eranpin. So there is so much light that coming. It's so beautiful. So it's a, those Hasadim that are coming is coming in a form of something called inner light. Or Plimi. The other part of the Hasadim is coming is Or Mekif. Or Mekif, surrounding light. But we need to draw that light of that chasadim, to give the chasadim to the nekeva, to the malchut, and we have two types, inner light and surrounding light. The inner light doesn't need any action, just for you to be alive, it's enough. So after Yom Kippur, when you're walking in the street, you're receiving the inner light of chasadim, of binah, automatically. And so it's such a complete day, just think about it, between Yom Kippur, to Sukkot, the most important, powerful days. You don't do anything. It's just the light is coming down. After that, after that, when we walk into the Sukkah, when the holiday time is coming, then we're getting into what we call surrounding light. The surrounding light coming from the Sukkah. And then with the Lulav, by shaking the Lulav, we are getting the inner light of 
זה ארנפין, from זה ארנפין, to the נקבה. And by going around the Torah with the לולב, receiving the surrounding light from the ארנפין to the מלכות. So that's by itself, just think about it, that's by itself is a very, very powerful thing. I mean, receiving so much light. Now, I want to talk to you about another thing. In the seven days of Sukkot, after we did everything we can do to connect to all the Hasidim, we have Malchut. Remember, we have seven days, so the first day is Chesed. So what, we get, what we're doing is we walk to the Sukkah. We're receiving the surrounding light of Hasidim from Bina to Malchut by being in the Sukkah. By shaking the Lulav, we're receiving the inner light of Hasidim, of the Erampin, going to Malchut. By going around with the Lulav, we're receiving the surrounding light of Hasidim coming from the Erampin to Malchut. That's what's going on. And of course, the first day, you're also receiving additional light, which is the inner light of Hasidim coming from Bina to Malchut, which is coming from the holiday point of view. But the next day, you don't have inner light anymore. You don't need it because the Hasidim just flowing from the Sukkah itself. Now, the seventh day, starting at night time, night time, we are reading the book of Dvarim, the fifth books of Moses. Why? Fifth days of Moses is Malchut. We have the five books. The first book, Keter. Second book, Chochmah. Third book, Bina. Fourth book, Zeranpin. Fifth book, Malchut. So we need to read the whole book. We need to accomplish it before midnight. Okay, I think midnight in our days is 12.34, something like that. We need to finish that. Read it, then finish it. What do we do after? Oh, look at that. It's a... After we did what we did on Yom Kippur in the prayer of the Nila, we did the Chotam. We did the sealing. So that's good. Meaning, everything from Rosh Hashanah till Yom Kippur, we accomplish everything from A to Z to make sure the engine has been built, everything is good, everything is wonderful. We have the ceiling of God on it. We get to go with a wonderful ear. Now, we have the Hasadim coming till Sukkot. And now, we have seven days that we celebrate Sukkot with the Lulav, receiving different type of light. And now we have the seventh day. The seventh day, we have to be awake all day, all that night. Why? Because all creatures being judged at that night. What you need to do? You need to read. You need to read. You have to read from Ele Advarim, the book Ele Advarim, till Zot Abracha. And we call it Mishneh Torah, which is the Malchut. And then if you can study Kabbalah that night, Sitre Torah, and the main idea that in the first part of the night, everybody's been judged. And after midnight, you're going outside, you look at the moon, you have shadow, your shadow coming from the moon will tell you what kind of ear you're going to have. It's amazing, right? Only at that night. And that's why it's important to say slichot after that in the morning without vayavo. And then you do the pray, you do the seven days of Sukkot, you go with the aravot, with the willows branch, you hit them on the floor. Two, after you did everything, you're now receiving netzach you're receiving prophecy 
and everything starts to be activated. And then, what happened? After that, if you did everything, you receive all the chasadim, now you have to have intercourse with the light. How do you do it? Torah. Torah itself, by carrying the Torah and going around, or dancing and being happy, okay? You go in with the Torah, dance, sing. Also, after the holiday is over, and when you take the Torah, and you are basically do as much as you can going around the table, usually, you need to do at least seven times. So you need to do seven times around the bima. And once you do it like that, you accomplish what we call the procedure between Rosh Hashanah till Sukkot. And again, without doing all these things, my friend, I have to be honest with you, uh, impossible, I repeat, impossible. Because the technology that we're talking about here, the amazing concept is the thing that making sure that you will get all the light that you need for the rest of the year. Please, don't miss it. You cannot miss it because without it, we basically don't have the light that we need for the rest of the year. Thank you and have a chak sameach.